Dave and Darren proudly present our top five things. It's a review of what we got done on our morning show, which you can hear weekdays on Planet 93.9, the Quad Cities Real Alternative Radio. Isn't that something? My name is Dave Lavora. His name is Darren Pitcher. Hey there, Darren. Hi there, Dave. Uh, what do you want to... How's it going over there? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, you know, just uh, putting together the, the top five things with okay. you here. Uh, I'm wondering where we should start. I How mean, about- so many so many great bits to choose from. Which one? A lot of options. Yeah, I don't know where to go. Where do we start with? Uh, well, we're done with zero. How about we start with one? Number one. 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 Number one. Number one. When was the last time you found yourself laughing at a bumper sticker? being so tickled by an expression on a bumper sticker that you genuinely laughed out loud. Because I had it happen to me yesterday at a red light, and I thought, I don't know that I've laughed at a bumper sticker since the late 1970s. Normally, bumper stickers, if they're trying to be funny, they're not the sort of funny where you laugh out loud. It's very rare that you even really remember what you've read on a bumper sticker. (laughs) saw one yesterday. That said, Satan, not today. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay. There was a car I saw yesterday, and I didn't really get a chance to to read because it wasn't a bumper sticker. It was more one of those uh, uh, things that covers the, the rear tire. But the entire car yes. was covered in bats. Have you seen this car? Uh-uh. It's like a white car, and it's like, I think it said, I love demons, bro. And they were just Bats all over the car. It looked like Halloween decoration, like vinyl bats just yeah. all over the car. I thought, well, that's... That would have been interesting if that car had pulled up to the car that had Satan. Not today. Maybe they could have a race. <laughs> I was on 53rd Avenue, and there was a car in front of me at a light, and the bumper sticker just read, I love Grease 2. We exist. You don't really, though. And that was it. That it's, was the only. I'll tell you why it was great. Because that was the only bumper sticker. Uh-huh. You know, I think sometimes when you put too many bumper stickers on your car, I don't know what to believe. Just one simple bumper sticker that said, I love Grease too. We exist. And I sat there and chuckled like a ninny for two or three seconds at the red light. It's interesting when you have bumper stickers, when you have a variety of bumper stickers. Mm-hmm. And they don't really care how they put them on. <laughs> right. But then it's even more interesting when you have like just a bumper sticker. Right. And you don't care how you put it on. That's true. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> kind of slapdash, literally. Just, uh, I don't believe in levels. I don't really, I don't care how your eyes view this message. It's just <laughs> yeah, important that you view it. Exactly. Uh, there's a, there's, this one is getting some, some heat online. It's a bumper sticker that simply reads, Keep honking. I'm sitting in my car crying to the Cranberries 1993 hit single, Linger. It's a lot for a bumper <laughs> sticker. I don't know. I don't know why that tickles me so. Genuinely funny bumper stickers. If you uh, have, have had an interaction with one that made you genuinely laugh, uh, text it to us. 563-223-8355. Last time you saw a bumper sticker and you thought, that's that's clever. And I always have the same thought, like, that's really funny. 
that they have that bumper sticker, I could never have that bumper sticker. Because it doesn't apply to you? I just, I don't know that, I don't know that the bumper is where I want to express myself comedically. I've got this. Wait, I've got a podcast. Gonna, someone's gonna, I've got live shows with yeah, comedy you've, sports. You've got plenty of platforms. I've got outlets. There's no reason for you to uh, have a, a Tron bumper sticker. <laughs> well, how would that even be funny? It's not funny, but it's just it's just like Tron. 563-223-8355. That's the text line here at the new studios on Brady Street. If you, uh, can North think Brady of North Brady Street. Yes, if you can think of a... Uh, a, a bumper sticker that you have seen. Maybe it's even been on your commute this morning. Although, don't text us if you're driving. Maybe it's your bumper sticker. Well, and you, and you think it's funny. I almost want to disqualify people from submitting their own bumper stickers because that's like that's laugh- like giving yourself a nickname or laughing at your own joke, right? I mean, I've got a hilarious bumper sticker. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've got a funny bumper sticker. No, I I want the experience it's to be, be someone else's bumper sticker. You observed it in the wild. Not something that you think is a, a riot. Because I love how you call the general public the wild. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? When you're out there in the... You know, in the wild. <laughs> out there amongst all the great unwashed vehicles. Asking for genuinely funny bumper stickers. Uh, text line again, 563-223-8355. That's the best way to get a hold of us during the morning show here. Uh, this is one that just says, I'm the quiet neighbor with the big freezer. That got dark. That got dark in a hurry. Uh, here's a, a bumper sticker, and it, it's, a, it's a picture of Galileo, and it's like Galileo's giving a quote. And it just says, Thunderbolt and Lightning, very, very frightening me. Uh, I got it. Okay, I get it. Uh, Here's one. It just says, live, laugh, love in this economy. (laughs) And then there's a bumper sticker here with a bunch of flames that someone sent in. And it just says, I was told there would be a hand basket. The idea is that, uh, that hell in a hand that we're in hell. And then finally, uh, a, a bumper sticker. I like this one. Uh, it's a possum standing by an American flag. And it says, true patriots break for America's only native marsupial. <laughs> okay. Really, uh, really quite a, quite a think piece. Uh, this is one they said, I saw this last spring. Uh, they must have taken this picture last spring and saved it on their phone and sent it to us on the text line. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a Illinois plates. Uh, it's a Nissan. And it, the, it just says this on the back window. I raised three sons, and one of them is an ass. <laughs> Thank you. To yeah, pro- keep the kids guessing. <laughs> I raised three sons, and one of them is an ass. Although the ass probably knows <laughs> I'm an ass. There's no listen. There's no question. My ass son knows who he is. <laughs> that bumper sticker's about me, isn't it? 
You know damn well it is. Two. 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 People will go on Reddit and ask if they've made a mistake. You know, I've had some time to think about this, and I'm wondering if maybe I was a jerk. Uh-huh. I have three of them I'd like to share with you. We'll begin with this one. Am I a jerk for not wanting my friend to meet my boyfriend because she's beautiful? Well. <laughs> I'm a 28-year-old female. I recently started dating a very nice man. He's 32. I've invited him and other friends to my birthday party soon. I have one friend that is very beautiful. And it's happened in the past that I've introduced guys that I like to her, and they immediately stopped being interested in me and started liking her instead. She's very beautiful and very flirty. She's not the most intelligent. It's impossible to hold any interesting conversations with her because... She has no interests and mostly nothing interesting to say, but she is very beautiful, so men just adore her. I decided not to invite her to my birthday party because I don't want to lose the guy I'm dating. If he sees her beauty, Uh he might lose interest in me like other guys in the past. However, she wished me a happy birthday and said she has a gift for me and asked if I'm going to be celebrating. I lied and told her I'm not, but now I feel a bit bad about it. So... Am I a jerk here? People are piling on saying, yeah, that's a, that's a jerk move. Well, it's, I guess she just wants to get her hooks in him a little bit. Uh, I mean, if you develop a relationship that uh, is a little more solid, yeah. then maybe you feel better about. But I guess it depends on how good a friend she is. Well, right? it doesn't seem like they're that close because she says she doesn't have anything interesting to say. Well, I don't know how you can have a close friend that yeah. you think is dumb. Yeah, I mean, if she's if she's not that good a friend, right? Then, I mean, is it possible that you could go years without seeing her? Yeah. Or is this someone that no, you're pretty close to, and this is going to be this? She is certainly part of my circle. Well, it's some. It's a friend who knows when your birthday is and has gotten you a gift. Yeah. That's not nothing. No, that's... She's smart enough to remember when your birthday is and get you a present. Well, yeah, but get, her, her phone might be taking care of that. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! <laughs> this next And one. it has happened before. See, there is a pattern. It's like, I just, if I could just, if I could just give, have a little more time. Right. If I could have a little bit more time and... Get my hooks in, as you say. Well, or just to develop a more of a relationship. Am I a jerk for canceling my wife's TV subscriptions? <laughs> I don't know if she's trying to play some sort of Pokemon gotta catch them all, but for TV subscriptions, my wife is subscribed to over 15 TV services that cost monthly bills without even letting me know beforehand. I found out while checking my account today. I asked her why she needed all these subscriptions, and she says, it's nice to have more variety. (laughs) (laughs) Fifteen of them? More over fifteen. That does seem like a lot. I was really upset that she decided to go behind my back and purchase all these things, so I canceled the subscription, and I told her she can watch free stuff instead. And maybe now she'll learn to ask me before spending my money. Not your, not your money, huh? She threw a tantrum and called me a jerk. 
Am I a jerk here? People piled on because that's kind of like a, you know, I don't like my wife spending my money. What, 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 what is this, 1955? What are you, the dad on Hazel? But, okay, but you're married. Yeah. And it's your money. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you, you guys are responsible for different things. Yeah. Well, she makes more money than me, so she's responsible for more things. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. So, I mean, so you yeah. would be in a position where you wouldn't have a pro. I mean, if she, you should get whatever subscription she wanted. It's our money, but it's not our money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what she wants, like, what she spends her money on is none of my business. Right. I don't have a problem with, we do have too many of these. But you you, you already think you have too many subscriptions. Yeah, but I'm not paying for it. Okay, well then, yeah, if, if, if that's the case. I would the- never tell my wife how to spend money, man. I mean, it's, 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 that, I don't see that working out. Yeah. People were piling on this guy for this attitude. Like, I told my wife, you don't spend my money this yeah, right. way. Uh, so he thought he would add some more details to color in the story. Okay. Is this good? Does this help him at all? Here are some details you should know. One, my wife does zero housework. We have a maid. Two, my wife decided to quit her job, despite my wishes, two months into the marriage. Three, we have no children. My money is in my account. It's not a joint account. Also, she went through my work bag for my credit card to get the subscriptions without my knowledge. Oh, boy. There's a lot going on You guys are quite a pair. Oh, boy. Finally, am I a jerk for making my husband and kids prove they can take care of a dog without my help? Before we got married and had kids, my husband and I agreed that all big decisions require two yes or two no votes. Well, our two oldest kids and my husband want a dog. I do not want a dog. I've heard too many horror stories about a family getting a pet and then the person who did not want it being stuck caring for it. Yeah, but eventually you care for it. I finally agreed on three conditions. One, the dog has to be smaller than 60 pounds. We don't need a mastiff. Two, a non-shedding dog only. None of us are allergic. I just don't want any extra work. Three, for 60 days in a row, they had to collect all the garbage from all the trash cans in the house and put it in the big garbage bin. This was to make sure they'd remember to feed a dog every day. And for 60 days, they, all three of them, had to go for a one-mile walk twice a day. Wow. What a regiment. With the GPS route tracker active. And if they missed a day walking a mile, Uh Uh they had to start all over. Uh The longest they've made it so far is two weeks. (laughs) Wow. My parents called me up to say I was being ridiculous and petty. I 100% agreed with them, but since they always side with the kids, I was ready for them. I sent them a link for a dog walking service in my area. It's very reasonable. I said if they wanted to say in the dog decision, they had to agree to set up an account with the company and that I would call the company for help whenever their precious, perfect grandchildren and son-in-law forgot to take care of the dog. Wow. My parents told me I was being a jerk and that they had the right to their opinion. I agreed. 
that they had that. But unless they're willing to pay to include their opinion in this decision does not matter. Pay for an opinion. You think we should get a donk? Oh, you do, huh? I'll put you down for the dog walking service. (laughs) Boy, this person's got their T's crossed and their I's dotted, don't they? I mean, you've got to respect it. You've got to respect it. It's a little psychopathic, but also... Well, at least she's, you know, knows what the dog needs. Give her that. A lot of people take on a dog and they don't know what a dog needs. My husband has finally seen that these kids are not responsible enough to have a dog. Great. He said, we need to tell him that. I said, we is one too many people. (laughs) I wasn't the one who sided with them when they, when he said that I said Uh that they were not ready. Uh Now he thinks I'm being a jerk about not sitting down and explaining that we are not ready. You know what? I don't know if I agree with all of this. Mm-hmm. I would hire this person, though. <laughs> For, I'm not playing chess against her. I'll tell you that right now. You're thinking five steps ahead here. Uh, yeah, no. I think you have the job. <laughs> Dogs are a long-term commitment, and yeah, they, I, give her this. Yeah. She's saying this yeah, is prove not it. right. If they had done what she wanted. You'd with, have the dog. The dog would be there. And mom and dad? Yeah. You could pay for an opinion. <laughs> Isn't that great? That is... I can't imagine the temerity that that takes to uh-huh. say, oh, you want to weigh in on what's going on in my house? Uh-huh. Great. I'll put you down for paying for the dog walking service. Uh-huh. So whenever they can't make it. Mm-hmm. Because... It seems like even though she does not want a dog, yeah. what she wants is an environment that it'll be the best for the dog that she doesn't want. Sounds like it. Right? Yeah. There are far too many people that jump into this getting a pet idea and they have not thought it through. Is she thinking it through maybe too much? Maybe. Maybe. But erring on the side of caution, I'll tell you this, there isn't a dog right now that needs to be walked that isn't being walked. Uh, not at her place, at least. You're right. This is someone who you absolutely want on your side. I don't know if I would like to be married to them, but having them on your team professionally would I be I don't a good know idea. if I want them as a boss, <laughs> or, but or I would be, I'd be happy to have or them. Or a daughter I'd or ha- a friend. I'd happy to have them work underneath me. <laughs> I need you guys to make sure that there's no garbage in any of the bins and go for a walk and the GPS will be on so that I know that you're doing it. It sounds unreasonable. And then the more you think about it, if they had just done what she asked. Couldn't do it, could you? No. The longest they've gone is two weeks. And what did she say? She wanted it for 60 days. Yeah, two months. Two months, not two weeks. There's a difference. (laughs) Right? I just feel like this is. All right. So what do people people say? You know, most people are saying not a jerk. Yeah. The the overwhelming group think here on this subreddit is not the jerk. I think I'm inclined to agree. Three. 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 Yesterday, there was a story of a four-foot alligator that was found in Brooklyn, of all places, at one of their parks. 
just, you know, swimming around, although not moving around uh, too too quickly because, you Lethargic. know, Brooklyn in February. Yeah. Yeah. That gator is now being sent to some sort of rehabilitation facility where we'll live out the rest of its gator days. Alligators. Gator days and <laughs> gator nights. We're, we're much more used to getting gator stories out of Florida. Right. Florida. 85-year-old woman killed by an alligator while walking her dog in a senior living community on the Atlantic coast of Florida. Florida? But that's America's wing. The woman was walking her dog Monday afternoon beside a canal in Spanish Lakes Fairway near Fort Pierce when the 11-foot gator attacked the dog. Ugh. A trapper from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission later tracked down the gator and the deputies uh, also helped to get this thing on a truck where the gator was then taken from the scene. A woman's name has not been released, but I can share with you that the dog did survive the attack. Gotcha. It's condition not immediately known. Fatal alligator attacks, they say, are rare, but they do happen. Well, that's why you got to keep your head on a swivel. 2016, a two-year-old was killed by an alligator as he was vacationing with his family from Nebraska. Remember, that was at Walt Disney World. Since then, they moved a bunch of gators from that area. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission says that between 1948 and 2021, there have been 442 unprovoked alligator bites on human. Uh, 26 times those have resulted in fatalities. How many provoked it? All of them. All of them. All the rest. The chances in Florida you have of being injured in an unprovoked alligator attack, they say, is one in 3.1 million. See, here's where I'm going to argue with you. But odds are that everyone in Florida is provoking an alligator. Well, you know, I don't want to sit here and blame the victim. God, God rest her soul. But walking near a canal... Uh, doesn't seem like the best idea to me, especially with a little dog that, to an alligator, looks like a, a cocktail weenie. Once on the endangered species list, the alligator has recovered to the point that wildlife officials estimate that the population of gators in Florida is 1.3 million. You're warned to be careful around a body of water. Also, they say stop feeding the alligators, please. Although alligators can move quickly on land, they're not well adapted for capturing prey once they get out of the water, but they can lunge at prey within a few feet of the shoreline. And yeah, an 11-foot alligator versus an 85-year-old woman? If I was putting money on that, I'd take the gator all the time. Every time I'd take the gator. If I'm on land, what kind of moves do I need to be making to get away from the alligator? Do you zigzag? Am I zigging? Am I zagging? Both? That's a that's a good question. In case of an alligator attack, should you I would imagine it's probably a good idea to, to Do I do like a, a flamingo? University of Florida experts say do not zigzag. Don't zigzag. Run in a straight line. Okay, good. And if an alligator attacks, the experts down there say poke at its eyes and punch and kick at it around its mouth. 
You can induce a gator's gag reflex by jamming objects in the back of its mouth. And when it tries to reposition prey in its mouth, that's your chance to escape. Or attempt to feed it spicy foods. (laughs) Gators can run up to 35 miles per hour for a very short period of time. That's pretty quick. So the safest distance you should be from an alligator, they say, is 30 feet. One gator expert says, quote, if you should be attacked, fight like your life depends on it, because it does. Thanks for that advice. (laughs) As opposed to... Take the mauling. (laughs) The best defense against gator attacks is to steer clear of areas clearly known to be frequented by gators. Don't go to Florida. (laughs) Stay out of Florida, number one. Stay the hell out of Florida. I'm seeing people down there in Florida who cater, who are, are carrying with them like gator spray, you know, just in case. You just have that on you at all times. Alligator encounters, again, (laughs) are rare, but they do happen. And again, gator spray is not to attract the gators. It's the weirdest thing. I've been spraying it all day. I've been been putting it on. I've been putting it on for weeks. Haven't seen gator one. Is it me? Like many wildlife dangers, the best way to avoid an alligator attack is to prevent one from happening in the first place. That means steering clear of areas clearly known to be frequented by gators and always abiding by signs that warn of gators and other fauna. Alligator attacks are statistically most common in low low light, so dusk and twilight are good times to stay away from the shallow water. Nearly all alligator attacks are provoked in some way. Generally, people are attacked and injured when they attempt to capture, pick up, or restrain alligators in some way. And I'll just say for my part, if you're trying to pick up an alligator and it eats you, that's on you. That, that's provoked, and I think we can all agree we're all rooting for the alligator in that case. Got myself a nice haircut, a little shower to shower. Got my gator spray on. Alligators. Uh, let's, let's see if we can get out there and make something happen. Alligators may be inadvertently provoked when their habitat is threatened by, say, a golfer attempting to wade into water to retrieve a ball. I'm going to play it from here. (laughs) This gator nest seems like a good place to take a nice shot to get back on the fairway. Put me down for four. If a gator attacks you in the water, act fast. Don't waste time trying to pry the gator's jaws open. It's a futile effort as they're exerting thousands of pounds of pressure per second. Instead, thrash about the water, creating as much noise and havoc as possible. Alligators don't want any trouble, and they might be confused even briefly by your actions. If you find yourself near alligator-prone areas such as golf courses or swamps, carry a personal alarm or a bear-deterring alarm. That's a good precaution. Everyone's got one of those. When possible... Jam your thumb or something sharp like a tactical knife into the alligator's eye. Everyone's got a tactical knife. The eye is the most sensitive part on a gator's body. If all else fails, playing dead may give you a few seconds to escape as the gator maneuvers your body to get ready to swallow you. Well, I don't know that playing dead's a good idea. Because at some point, you're not not playing anymore. No, playing dead (laughs) is a polite term for giving up. (laughs) 
Good thing I've got this tactical knife to jam into its eyes that I happen to have in my hand at the time of the unprovoked gator attack. Don't try to ride the gator. (laughs) Don't ask it to marry you. You win, gator. I'm yours now. I'll be your... I'll be your bride, your swamp bride. I'll make a beautiful home for you. <laughs> we can think before you consume me. Think of our children. Think big picture. <laughs> You'll be a wonderful lover, Brian. Four. 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 We're talking about a minor league team. Did you say they're double A, the Yard Goats? Yes. Where Hartford. Did- Hartford, Connecticut? I'm guessing. Okay. Is that yard goats? Is that because... Is is there an Ivy League school in Hartford? Or is that just where UConn is? UK. Why, why are they called the yard goats? Is there a name, a reason for the name? There must be. Probably. Some sort of tie-in. Hmm. The yard goats. I, I mention this because there's a Hartford yard goats... Um, only founded in 2016 when the New Britain Rock Cats relocated to Hartford. New Britain Rock Cats? That sounds like something I'd find in your record collection. Uh Uh-huh. They have two mascots, a green male goat named Chompers and a blue female goat named Choo Choo. Hi, Choo Choo. That's our new name. You're listening to Chompers and Choo Choo in the morning. The names were selected as part of a Name the Mascot contest. Don't ever let anyone name your stuff, man. Although, I don't hate Chompers and Choo Choo. The name uh, designed to reflect the railroad meaning of the nickname. Choo Choo Train. I guess a yard goat is a a train? I Choo Choo Choose you. (laughs) Look at this. We can rewind and see the exact moment his heart breaks. This story is from Harris County, Texas, where two goats and a Great Dane walked into a Target store. A February 8th. Is this, a, is this a dirty joke? Sounds like the setup for one, but it's not. Two goats and a Great Dane were walking down the road close by, and then when they walked into the Target parking lot, Witnesses say the goats and dog separated from each other by the time the goats entered the target, unaccompanied by the Great Dane. Police showed up. They arrived in the scene, and the goats were then walking around inside target for 15 minutes. Almost like the dog just didn't have any reason to go into target. I don't need anything. You guys go ahead without me. The goats were able to get into target through the exterior automatic doors. There's dog food in here. Ooh, didn't know that. You heard this? We're going to go get something to eat in that Target. Uh, we're goats, so... There's no goat food in Literally the everything Although in there we could eat. A goat would eat dog food. Mm-hmm. A Target has that big, giant red ball in front to keep cars from running into it. Yeah. But uh, that's not going to stop a goat. No. If anything, it might entice them. It says here this in, the, in this story, a citizen and a Target employee teamed up, corralled the goats into the entryway of the Target between the exterior entry and the doors into the store. Let me tell you this. If I was at a Target and there were two goats walking around, that's Target's problem. I, as a citizen, would not be getting involved in that. I don't think I should. If anything, I will go out of my way to not help to make sure the goats stay in Target as long as possible because that's kind of awesome. 
Yeah, it doesn't bother me. It says the goats were co- cooperative and did not put up a fight. The goats were also, it says here, very well groomed. It was very clear to us that they were someone's pets. We feel like they belonged to somebody. In Texas, there's a state law that says only the county sheriff's office is allowed to pick up loose or stray livestock. See, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That, that I sh- shouldn't be doing this. The goats were then taken to the livestock unit's facility and placed in a goat pen that they have there. Where they remain. Is it a goat pen or just a pen? Uh, I guess it's, it's specifically what what specifically makes it a goat pen? Hmm. That's a good question. Are goat pens different from say pig pens? It's like self gratification. <laughs> it's just it's just gratification. I guess uh, you need it to be a pen needs to have like a uh, a roof on it. Otherwise the goats can just jump over things. But you can't other things you can't put in there? How to build a goat pen. Everything you need to know. You're ready to bring home your first goats. It's such an exciting time. But before you can bring your first goats home, you will need to build a goat pen. So how do you do that? What does your goat pen need? What kind of fencing does it need? What kind of housing? Let's take a look at everything your goat pen needs to have a in place and how to get it done. The ultimate guide to building a goat pen. Could you have a goat? Like in my neighborhood? Legally. Oh, I don't know. I should I should hope not. I wouldn't think you could. That would be a violation of some sort of ordinance, right? I would think so. I know more and more people are getting like backyard chickens and stuff. There's somebody but when you're there's somebody in my neighborhood that has a uh, they keep bees. And I don't know how you're allowed to get away with that in a net residential neighborhood. You got beehives in your backyard? Well, like I get it. My but my but also parents we have neighbors farms have, for that. Uh, have bees, but they're that's out in the country. Yeah, your folks live out in the country. Yeah. This is my neighborhood. Yeah. I don't that's know. a lot of bees. Would you rather have a goat next door or bees? Oh, I I'd rather have a goat next door than a thousand bees. Wouldn't you? I don't know. I think a goat, I think a goat could kind of get loud. Yeah, but a goat's not going to land on your neck and sting you repeatedly. That's just one goat. And I I like to think that I could uh like talk to the goat. Tune out the sound of the goat. I'd like to think you might that. be able to. Yeah. Eventually it's like I don't even hear it. I don't even hear the goat. I don't even hear that. that goat anymore. But you can't really tune out the sound of a bee in your face. You need it says here 200 to 250 square foot per goat if you're going to build a goat pen. That's the absolute bare minimum. Yeah, they got to have room, man. Well, measure twice, <laughs> cut once. They think that these goats are from somewhere near the target where they're found, but no one has come forward to claim the goats. And I don't have any information about the Great Dane. If they aren't able to find the owner by the end of the 18 days that they're there in the county goat pen, then the goats will be sent off to auction or they'll be donated to a charity. If you did have bees. Yeah. Do you think it's like it's just standard that you give your neighbors honey? Oh, well, I think your neighbors would probably... The fact that the bees are pollinating everything in your yard is probably the benefit. That's benefit enough. Yeah. If I kept bees, I would give my honey to my neighbors. At least, yeah. In the immediate vicinity. Yeah, just here. Hey, you know I have bees. I want you to have this honey. 
That would be a nice. That would be nice. I don't want this to be a sticky situation. <laughs> so here, have some of my sticky situation, right. honey. But I don't think these people that keep backyard chickens are handing over eggs to their neighbors, or, or are they? We have too many eggs. Here you go. Have some eggs. The eggs could... You could end up with a lot of eggs. Yeah. A lot more eggs than you, than you need. Yeah, well, yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Here you go. I mean, even eating a, an egg a day, mm-hmm. that's... You're gonna. What does a hen lay an egg every two days, every three days, every three minutes? <laughs> if you look at them the wrong way, <laughs> if you had a hen that laid an egg every three minutes, have a lot of eggs. <laughs> Boy, they are really. And all you're doing is just gouging me with these prices. <laughs> you know it. I know it. Most hens lay one egg per day, but factors like weather, day length, nutrition, and other, and the presence of predators can affect your daily egg production. Still, a so day. if you're taking good care of your your hens, an egg a day, they make an egg a day. That's still gonna add up pretty quick. High producing, well fed backyard hens can lay up to 250 eggs per year. Okay, so not quite an. Egg. It takes 24 to 26 hours to create each egg. And hens will take what they call a natural break. I need a break from all this egg laying. I'll be honest. Can I just have a couple of minutes to myself? It's just incessant, all the egg laying. So, wow. You're getting... So a dozen eggs, that's six hens in two days. Gets you a dozen eggs. Wow, that would pile up. (laughs) Sure would. Even if you're eating an egg a day. Right. Five. 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 Number five. Branch County, Michigan. Michigan, of course, the Florida of the Midwest. A story here of Three Rivers, Michigan's Jeremy Tomlinson. Jeremy is 41 years old and on Wednesday night ran out of gas. It's so important to always make sure you have at least a quarter tank of gas. You're a big proponent of topping off. Is it every day? Do you not do that anymore now that we're not directly across from a quick star at our new location here? Uh, well, I had $11 okay. this weekend because I, I had to place a bet. I had, a, I had to place a bet for um, a future okay. that, that I needed. So I had to go. To did you go ahead and place money on the South Carolina women's team? I did. Oh, boy. I did. Oh, boy. What? Betting Freddy, that's what they call you. I love too how you phrase it. I had to place a bet. <laughs> well, do you realize how telling that is, right? I had to. How often do I bet? Not very often. Seems like a lot. Not, well, I win. Late, yeah, that's true. What I do is I win. Okay, all right. I, I, I don't bet very often. What I do is what we Okay, Darren the Greek Pitra. Um, so I had to go place a bet. Had to. Make it interesting. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had $11 in my pocket. And you placed money on the South Carolina women's team to win the college basketball tournament. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what are the odds on that? 10 to 11. Okay. So that basically means... It basically means you win like uh, $91 for every 100 you bet. It means out of uh, tw- 21 times if they play the game, they're going to win 10 of those games. 
it should happen. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just. It, 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 listen, if I not lose, quite, not quite fifty-fifty. Not fifty-fifty. No, it's not. It's a lot more than that. It's ten like to eleven. They, they should. They should win ten out of eleven times. Oh, they win ten out of eleven times. It's not ten out of twenty-one times. No. Okay. I don't think so. Anyway, they should win. Uh huh. They should win. Um. So I had like eleven dollars that I had uh, earmarked for gas, and I thought, you know what? Let's see if we can put a little more gas in the car than that. <laughs> so I might have stuck that in a little slot machine for a period of time. Next thing you know, I'm putting twenty eight dollars worth of gas in my car. I need to explain to you what ten to eleven odds means. It means out of twenty one possible outcomes. Out of twenty one, okay. ten are the outcome that you want, and 11 are the outcome you don't want. So that's not 50-50. It's, it's, it's not 50-50. 10 to 11 odds doesn't mean 10 out of 11. <laughs> you have a 10 and 11 doesn't, chance. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. All I know is you win $90 out of, uh, $91 out of 100. That's all that matters. Right. And quite frankly, I think their, their odds of winning are probably 9 and 10. Did you bet $100 on the South Carolina women's team? Maybe more than that. Oh, my God. God, okay. Wow. No, go ahead. It was, what? It's winnings from the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you can just, you don't have to keep betting the money. At some point, you can just put it in your pocket. and. Do do you think they're not going to win? The South, I don't, I know, I don't claim to know anything about college women's basketball. And I'm shocked that you do. This is an undefeated team. Okay, well. Tournaments, crazy and things I'm not, happen. And I'm not saying they can't get beat. Of course they could get beat. Uh-huh. But if they do, that is a serious upset. <laughs> Will you be watching the games? The female march, the women's March Madness? Might keep an eye. Well, I'm not going to watch the whole tournament. No, but you'll watch all of the, the Gamecocks. I don't know if I'll watch the whole game, but I'll, uh-huh. you know, I'll, I might, you know. The Lady Gamecocks? What are, are they just called Gamecocks? South Carolina Gamecocks. Gamecocks. They don't really put lady in the, in the names of uh, college teams if it's uh, women's anymore, right? They're, we're kind of done with that. I think so. Okay. So, um, yes, it is good to have gas in your car is what I'm saying. But it's better to have $28 worth of gas than 11 <laughs> is all I'm saying. This guy in Branch County, Michigan, again, Jeremy Tomlinson is his name. He's 41 years old. He runs out of gas. And because he ran out of gas, he ended up getting arrested for drunk driving. And anyone who drinks and drives is a real jackass. This would be his 10th time, by the way, getting arrested for DUI. He's 41 and he's gotten 10 DUIs. Just before midnight, this woman sees a car pull into her driveway. She calls 911 and her son because she's like, I don't know who that is. Why are they parked in my driveway? She calls her son. The son goes and sees that this guy, this Tomlinson, is just passed out in the front seat of his car. Always something with this one. Mm-hmm. Trooper Caitlin Balecki said that Tomlinson was unsteady on his feet, almost unable to talk, and having a hard time answering simple questions. Troopers also say that there was an overwhelming smell of alcohol. Advanced roadside impaired driving enforcement trooper Brandon Oak said Tomlinson showed up with major signs of impairment and they did a breath test on him. Point 
to one, which is nearly three times the legal limit. He volunteered to take a blood test at the local hospital and an open can of beer was found in the car console. If you've been arrested for DUI nine times. Someone's not learning their lesson. Right? How many times did you say? This is his 10th. There were nine other times this cat has been arrested for DUI. Wouldn't you know things like, first of all, obviously don't drink and drive, but maybe the open container's a, a, an idea and what, too. And where'd this take place? Michigan. Branch County, Michigan. Tomlinson said he pulled into the driveway of this woman when he ran out of gas. State records show that his driver's license has been revoked. He was, yeah, you would think. He was paroled in November of 21 after his ninth conviction of operating under the influence. He did two years of a one-and-a-half to five-year prison term. 45 days away from discharge from parole when he was arrested. His eighth conviction for uh, OWI was in February of 2017. He was sentenced to 18 months to 10 years in prison for that one. This guy has served five prison turns, terms for drunk driving. He's been to prison five times for drunk driving. All but one of his convictions over the past 22 years were in St. Joseph County. Bond set at $10,000, but the Michigan Department of Correction is expected to place him uh, a hold on him for a parole violation. You're not getting out. Preliminary court hearings are this week and then again on March 2nd on what is now a 15-year felony as a habitual offender. And there's also the additional misdemeanor offenses of driving on a revoked license and an open container of It doesn't alcohol. sound like he's capable of learning this lesson. No. Maybe... Do you think he's, it's possible for him to learn a lesson of anything? I don't think so. Or is it just, this is my blind spot? I mean... I, I'm brilliant in every other regard. <laughs> I learned my lesson about everything else. Yes. I've only touched a hot stove once. But when it comes to this drinking and driving, this, I just don't get it. I don't... I can't wrap my head around it. I can't... What, Should I have not what, had an open container in the car? Now, what, my, what lesson am I supposed to be learning here? Huh? Did I do is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. Those were the top five things. Thanks so much for downloading it, subscribing to it, and uh, ultimately listening to it. Boy, you've done a lot. Uh, take a break now. More than we did. <laughs> well, I mean, we all chipped in. We do what we can. Until we get a chance to do it for you again. Hang loose, kooks. You say classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities. Representing, this is for the Quad Cities reference spot. Davenport, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. Hey, Brian, want to get the rock out of here? Rock, yeah. Maya, con Dios. Well, goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.